This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't.
Evening all, of course that was the Anti-Nowhere League and for you, up until the band's recent box set Doodah, uh, I only had that song as a 7 inches. it didn't appear on either the band's debut or follow-up album The Perfect Crime. Turns out that there actually was an album recorded between the two that has remained unreleased that I had to just heard for you on it. Uh, the album was called Branded and is currently up on YouTube. Anyway. For you. I shall give another hour's worth of pre-recorded shit-kicking music as once again, dear listener, I am speaking to you from the past because as with last week, I'm currently heading home post-gig shenanigans. Last time, uh, it was a damned Johnny Moped, more of which you will hear about later in the show. Uh, this week's excuse comes courtesy of Bernie Tormey and the Dirty Strangers who have literally just laid waste to the Black Heart in Camden. I know what you're thinking. How can you tell... When you recorded this show beforehand, obviously you've never seen Bernie Tormay live, which is a shame, as this tour is billed as the final fling, so you might not get another chance, all of which you will hear about on next week's show. Deja Vu? You want Deja Vu? I'll give you Deja Vu. Is Ginger Wildheart.
Ginger's Pessimist Handbook that came out last Friday. That was the title track. And don't forget, the Wild Hearts are at the Camden Palace this very Sunday. Hopefully, I'll be catching up with all the usual suspects. Not the squirrel, though. She'll be in Sheffield. This year's birthday bash seems to be shaping up nicely with Bam, drummer on the first two Wild Hearts releases, reprising his role. Oh, oh, and indeed, oh. Pledge Music Time and The Idle Dead, whose fourth album, Tension and Release, came out what seems like you know months and months ago. However, us pledges are still being treated to exclusive material. Not only did we get shed loads of demos and an album of covers, but last Friday, another album of covers dropped into my inbox, subtly called Covers Volume 2. And they've only gone and covered the Wild Hearts. <laughs>
next is the Huda Gurus, a band I've only seen once, and that was up at the Shepherd's Bush Empire with the former musical mayor of Stockholm, Dave Champion, about 10 years ago, and uh, Cajun Country, one of the three bonus tracks from the just reissued, reissued Magnum Come Louder LP. <laughs>
as we are in reissue mode, the Marked Men have just released a compilation album of B-sides and rarities called On the Other Side. Of course, there must be the obligatory unreleased tracks, and there is, in the shape and form of Disappear and Go Cry. For about 10 years, as the 90s became the noughties, the Marked Men were at the forefront of the Texas Garage Punk Underground scene. However, the band haven't released a full-length album since 2009's Ghosts, and it seems uh, they have no intention of changing this, which is a shame. Uh, I think they still gig from time to time, but that's about it. This is the aforementioned Disappear. So, the US Bombs have just released a new album called Roadcase. I did think that the only original classic member was vocalist Dwayne Peters. No Kerry Martinez, no Johnny Twobags or Chip Hanna. Well, Wikipedia told me so. Facebook tells me something else. With recent interviews with Dwayne taking the Wikipedia line. So basically, I have no idea who is in the band apart from Peters. Uh, I guess it's the quality of the album that is important for the casual listener, which I guess I am. For your consideration, this is A Bomb Story.
honest, I've never really been a big fan of the Californian punk scene. For me, and I'm not saying I'm right, it's just my opinion, but they sort all sound musically similar, you know, like the Clash but with a suntan. This is The Roots and Driving Around in Circles from the four-track EP of the same name, the seven-inch of which you can order from Ghost Highway Recordings or if ones and zeros are your bag, all the usual digital platforms. <laughs> So last Monday, and indeed last Friday, as you know, I caught the Damned and Johnny Moped at the Brighton Dome and the Shepherd's Bush Empire, respectively. Now, for those of you Tomcats that don't know anything about Johnny Moped, he will be the first to tell you he is 80% disabled. There is a spectrum dedicated solely to Johnny. Chrissy Hine was sacked from the band twice. D.D. Ramone loved them, and Michael Stripe cited them as influential. I kid you not. The Moped set... From both nights, it was more or less the same. I say more or less, as in Brighton for Darling Let's Have Another Baby. Brief keyboard playing member Francisca joined Johnny on vocals to replicate the Kirsty McCall and Billy Bragg version of it. 
unlike Francisca, Kirsty had not discovered both the mopeds and the dam's alcohol quota for the whole tour and drank the lot over a very short period of time on an empty stomach. This was not lost on Johnny as he dedicated the next track, Catatonic, to her. Classic psychedelic material was interwoven seamlessly with its newer, it's a real cool baby counterpart. Even saved the baby seals, he said, from the uh, Search for Xerxes LP. So I do hope that this is re-recorded for the band's new album, which is due out early next year. You either get Johnny Moped or you don't. Fortunately, you do. From their Mark Radcliffe session, this is a real cool baby. What is she, Johnny? She's a real, a real cool, cool baby! baby. The Damned are the second of my three life-changing bands. It's not always been easy following them. Uh, between the end of Not Of This Earth, I'm Alright, Jack and the Beanstalk, and the Grave Disorder lineup, admitting to still being a fan was fraught with derision and plausible deniability. The Damned 2018 come across 
yeah, much more professional. I, thankfully, can't remember the last time I saw Captain Strip Off. Even if uh, there ain't no sanity clause, the whole band sported Father Christmas hats procured from the local pound shop. Unlike the moped sets, the two dates saw a slight variation. Born to Kill kicked things off down in Brighton, whilst in London it was We're So Nice. Sadly, nothing from music for pleasure, or even stretch a case, nothing from Phantasmagoria, anything, I'm alright Jack, as if, but please, or even so, who's paranoid? Early fans might have balked at like, you know, Grimly Fiendish and Eloise, but these tracks introduced a whole swathe of new fans to the damned and their back catalogue. In the same manner as you know, Love Song enticed fans of the uh, proto-new wave of British heavy metal movement back in 1979. So their you know, mission was you know, puzzling. However, after Brighton, Alone Again, or From Anything, was added. Much has been made recent years over the maturity of Dave Vanian's vocals. But the surprise for me was uh, Captain's vocals on Silly Kid Games. Like Vanians, they become you know, much more measured, warming and fuller. Uh, I only wish that the demo lyrics of uh, Balls to Monkhouse, Fuck Off Forsyth, Piss Off Parsons would be reinstated. And I'm sure, talking of original lyrics, during Smash It Up down in Brighton, Dave sang, I don't want to end up like Rudolph Hess. Well, I could be wrong. Uh, original damn guitarist, Brian James, lives in Brighton. Uh, with Captain just before playing the James Penn's tune, one of the two, asking if he was in the audience and if he was to get up stage where he belongs. Sadly, he wasn't. Uh, no mention of Rat, who lives in Brentford at the Shepherd's Bush Empire gig, though. Uh, normally, the band end with Smash It Up, but in London, whilst everyone was filing out, the band returned for an impromptu anti-pope, resulting in a quick turnaround. As I played Johnny Moped in session, here's The Damned, also in session from last year with Generals. Big city all scratched out, revenge is not so sweet. Once wild, once so devout, the tired and they are
the shadows with a composition by the newest member of the group, John Rostow. It has the unlikely title of I Wish I Could Shimmy Like My Sister, Arthur. music time and as i mentioned a couple of weeks ago the uk subs were and now have just released a new ep called screaming senile the lead track i have already aired well as i've got the whole kit and caboodle it only seems right and proper to play something else from it so i am Every time, he proudly spoke 
Georgie Ray, who is a real person. Have you seen the footage of the band playing it in front of the named man himself? Priceless. I still haven't, well, by the time this airs, I might well have done, uh, contacted the band with a view to interviewing bassist Alvin when they play the 100 Club as part of the Resolution Festival in January. But I will, or I might have done. Another band that is also headlining said festival, and well-deserved it is too, are... The Derellas, hopefully sporting a new album, or at very least, a single. This is the last effort. High Rise Supersize. <laughs> poised and a contract waiting for three signatures as we will are finally finally 
all set to release their new album World Shaker early next year. We've already heard the title track, but what you might not have heard is this, True Believer, because Asimoville are going to save rock and roll. through Bruce Dickinson's autobiography. It's a good read, but Paul Diano, for me, will always be the voice of Iron Maiden. Until next week, take it easy. Now, where did I put my bottle of Lucasade?
One person may never notice you have a personal problem, and that's you. But one toilet soap that can really stop B.O. is Life Boy. It does what no ordinary soap, nor spray, nor roll-on deodorant can do alone. Life Boy both removes and kills the bacteria that cause B.O. Today's Life Boy, for the one person who may not notice the difference, you.